You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there? Sir, I've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there. I don't think it's something I want to do on an overseas phone. You got to make some phone calls. Hang up the phone. Prank call. Prank call. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to Packernet After Dark. This is the call-in show of the Packernet Podcast Network. If you'd like to call in, if you'd like to participate in the show, please feel free to do so. The phone number here is 608-501-0718. New callers go directly to the front of the line. We don't have any new callers, so let's get it started with Joe the Janitor. Hey, Ryan. It's Joe the Janitor from Connecticut. What's up? Um, so, wanted to call and touch on the game a little bit. We're actually running the ball, which is a surprise. I think Aaron Jones had more runs in um, the last 20 minutes that he had in uh, the other games. Not in total, but in each other game, I think he's got like eight runs now. It's more than he's had. And, you know, we're moving the ball a little bit here and there. Uh, looks like uh, Matt LaFleur made a good choice and took the ball out of uh, Jordan Love's hands a little bit. But, you know, can't complain here. Um, offensive play calling looks a little better. But um, we are playing the Rams who blow. And we are playing them with their second string quarterback and they, they suck with their first string quarterback. So, um, nothing to really, you know, cheer about here, but I guess, uh, we'll see how the rest of the game uh, unfolds. But for now, they're playing all right. And, um, I expect uh, the game to continue to go pretty similar to how it is, you know, low scoring. Hopefully they, uh, let Aaron Jones touch the ball some more. All right, Shalom. Yeah, I mean that's and that's pretty much how it went. And um, again, with the Aaron Jones thing, that's what happens when he's healthy. He's going to touch the ball more. I mean, he he did have a pretty high number even for Aaron Jones, but the whole eight carries thing was because he was injured. What's going on, it's Omar the Firefighter? How you doing? What's up? So I'm calling, and we just missed the field goal, uh, <laughs> but um. I'm confused on how people are saying love is good. Like, first of all, I wanted love to be so great or just at least adequate. Like, I mean, got the jersey. Like, I'm like 100%, you know, was cool when we drafted him. I wasn't one of the angry fans. Like, it made perfect sense. And I'm not mad at Goop for Jordan not being the guy. But, the play that stood out to me, and it's more than one play because he's not been accurate. Like, all his, he's making all the receivers do try to do these amazing catches. If he just throw it on the numbers. Well, and that that's the point that I was trying to make is it's like, well, the, the, the receivers aren't bailing them out. They shouldn't have to. If you just throw a better ball on the majority of these, by the way, we're just kind of diving into it. If you listen to tomorrow's podcast, I did say this was probably his best performance and the second half was great and all that stuff. I'm just I'm just diving into the question here, but it it's it shouldn't have to be this hard. It shouldn't have to be 50-50 balls. It shouldn't have to be all these things. It's it it doesn't need to be that way. Like even the um Malik Heath thing. It's like, well, he should have dug down and caught it. True. Why is the ball hitting the ground though? Why don't you just throw it at him? 
Even the the Wicks fumble, like that was on Wicks. There's no doubt about it. But why did he have to fall down to the ground to catch it and then have to fall and reach back? If he would have just hit him in the chest, he could have just walked across the first down line and went out of bounds. It doesn't have to be this difficult. Why they run is like he underthrew uh, Watson. Like he could have easily got to me. Yeah. And he, I saw him open his wide as day. He underthrew it. You know, um, it's a lot of receivers that fall on the ground to catch these balls, and if you just throw it in their chest, they good. Um, but the play when he had like four seconds, probably almost five seconds to throw the ball, and he got a sack. Yeah. And I'm sitting there watching, and, they, and then they, it's funny because the announcer like pointed it out. But I saw it, and I was like, the dude is open right in the middle of the field. So it's kind of like if you put a VR headset on and you were short in love, Everybody listening to this conversation right now would have threw the ball to that guy. He was wide open. Jordan Love did not see this dude and throw him at all. It took a sack. I'm like, what are you doing? Now, it, overall, it might not have nothing to do with the game because we end up getting the first down. But to me, that is a, that's like a character flaw. Like, how can this dude be so open? And not only do you not see him, you take the sack. So, all right, if you didn't, you know, like like last year, you know, Rodgers might have threw it to somebody else with my ass was open. Okay, cool. At least you threw it to somebody accurately, completed it, fine. How is it that this dude is wide open and you don't throw it to him and you take the sack? It just makes it terrible. I don't understand. I mean, again, you can see the receivers letting him down, and I'm sure if we had Randy Balls, Devontae Adams, any top wide receiver that you could think of to save him and make his catches look better, I get it. But at the end of the day, if you hit him in the numbers, we need a QB that can make the receivers good or help the receivers good instead of having receivers to make help the quarterback look good. You know what I'm saying? Because if you got a QB that can throw the ball on numbers like Tom Brady, no matter who he played with, he was throwing the ball accurately, then when you get a super number one wide receiver, he's going to be almost untouchable. So that's what we need. Uh, if we probably- yeah, the uh, three minutes. There is a second call here. Um, we'll skip Craig and go to the number two. But the the um, holding on to the ball too long thing is becoming a new issue, by the way. like This wasn't really an issue before, but now you're starting to see it. And it's not just like, well, it's because guys aren't, well, okay, whatever. I, it's, obviously, you don't know that. I don't, nobody knows that, but we could say that. But it doesn't matter. This is the second week in a row when we've heard the announcers watch the game and see Jordan Love take a sack, and they're just like, why isn't that clock going off in his head saying it's been two and a half seconds, it's been three seconds, it's been four seconds, it's been pushing five seconds. You can't just stand there. And I think what the announcers are pointing out is, why didn't he step up into the pocket? And if you're not going to step up into the pocket, why don't you break the pocket? you got to do something. You can't stand there. So, I mean, it's it's just, that's kind of a new thing that, we saw within the last couple games that is now becoming another thing where it's like you, you can't just stand in one spot for three, four, five seconds and then just be like, well, shucks, nobody was open. Like, it, it doesn't matter. You can't sit, throw the ball away, break the pocket and run. Do something. You cannot stand there for that long. That's that's pretty well-established stuff. Yeah, cut off by the uh, three three minute mark there. My apologies, but basically we're going to win this game. Like I'm saying, it's like incompetence. 
But if because we're playing the Rams, if we're playing any team right. that well, if the Rams had this starting to be, we we would be losing this game tremendously. So even if we get this win, I'm happy we got the win. But it's almost like we don't even deserve it. Like how we're playing, like with the penalties. I, I'm a Jay Lee fan, and he had the penalty. But again. People gonna hate on him. They gonna crucify him for his one mistake. But we still, you know, got a field goal range. She just missed the field goal. But people gonna try to hang Jaden Reed out. But then Jordan Love would throw twenty ugly looking balls. Won't nobody say it's his fault. I, I just not understand that. Like, but you know, the QB sneaks. It's just, it's just a lot of just jacked up things going on. And it's, I'm, I'm I've accepted it. Like, I'm not even mad. It's just. It's just kind of like I'm just waiting for everybody to realize he's bad, a uh, bad QB. Whenever I realize that, I, I'll probably be good. But people are, like, fighting. I get you going to fight for QB. But if we draft a, a good QB in the first round, our people will be like, no, we should have kept on. 100% guarantee you they won't. They will see the tremendous difference in our wide receivers with a better QB. They will see the difference in our team with a better QB. The number one reason we suck is the QB. I'm just being honest. He's not 100%, but he's the number one reason. If you just make these passes accurate, we win in more games, like, easy. So, again, I'm just watching. I'm just looking. I almost, I almost I find it funny, but it's like, I'm just like, oh, well, you know, even the announcers when they say stuff, it's like they had a comment, like, the receiver should be helping Jordan Love out and catching these super hard passes, but then... Then, so then all people who feel like it's not love's fault, like, see, they said that, but then they would know the part where he says, well, he should throw a more catchable ball as well, or made it easier for the receiver. That's the only thing that I think everybody who doesn't like Jordan Love anymore is feeling like. Just make it easier for our wide receivers. That's all we do. All right, talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, a couple things. I mean, obviously, again, he does get better in the second half. I'm guessing Omar hasn't seen that at this point. Not, not that it necessarily matters, because again, it doesn't matter how good you are in the second half. You can't show up midway through the third quarter. That's not an, an option. Um, I, I I did feel a little differently about the game. Um, partially the same in terms of we definitely lose if this is a good football team. We only won because of the Rams. But I did I did like the performance. I, I felt like they did earn it. They did deserve it. I thought they all played a lot better today. Uh, there were still a decent amount of mistakes, although I think a lot of those calls were kind of BS, to be completely honest. Um, and I don't like to necessarily complain about that. There were some stupid mental errors, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't feel as bad about the penalties. They, they came at critical times, but even those, those two fourth down things I think were stupid. Um, and it was a, it was a ridiculous way that it happened. Essentially, John Runyon didn't know that that was an issue. The first one got called on the wrong person. So John Runyon didn't know he did anything wrong. So he didn't correct the problem. So he did it again the next time. It got called again. So that's the only reason that happened, because the refs are idiots. First of all, they shouldn't have called it, because that emphasis is ridiculous. They're not calling it on the Eagles while they do it, but whatever. We're going to make up some emphasis, and then we're going to hit the Packers and nobody else, apparently. Um, But then it was because the refs made a mistake, then it didn't get corrected. We got hit with it a second time, even though we converted both of those. Um, the push off on Jair that got missed. I know that's not a penalty on the Packers, but it just there was a lot of that stuff today that was really annoying. There was the hold, I think, on on Runyon or somebody else, where even the announcers are looking at it like, "Come on, man!" Like that's that's pretty freaking ticky tack right there. 
But I liked it. I liked the energy. I liked the energy from the defense. I thought the offense did better. I thought the run blocking looked a little bit better, uh, especially considering they were going up against Aaron Donald. I thought it felt good, especially, you know, with the second half comeback in the, for the offense. We saw the special teams with Keyshawn Nixon. Even Jaden Reed had a pretty nice return. Um, this one felt pretty good. Aside from the Bears game, this might have been the most enjoyable game to watch. I mean, the, the big comeback against the uh, Saints or whatever was obviously pretty cool, but I, I enjoyed it. I agree that it wouldn't have been a win against a better team, but I still thought it was a, a solid team win. It, it wasn't what my biggest fear was, which is a completely terrible, inept football team that wins on a technicality. And granted, again, if you've only seen the second half, that is probably what it feels like. You know, the defense looks good, but the offense doesn't deserve to win. But they'll rectify that in a little bit. Uh, Craig, what's going on? Hey, Ryan, it's Craig from Indiana. It's half time. Um... Well, penalties are a big deal again. This uh, first half, unbelievable. Um, just killed us. Just killed us. I like the running game. That looked good. Again, Jordan can't throw a deep ball. They're always, always, always short. And Watson had his men beat. I, I don't know. It just <laughs> It's crazy. Just someone I would be coaching them. Just freaking throw it 10 yards longer than you think you need to. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, Kenny Clark's okay. Valentine's looking awesome. Yeah. And um, at least uh, we got seven points in the first half, and we got a lead. See what happens. Go back up. Oh, by the way, I tried your uh, meatball popper Did you? today with the family. I tried them with the Frank sauce. Yeah. Tried them with a little marinara. Tried them with some barbecue. So they were, uh, they were a big hit. Nice. So anxious to try some other versions. Thanks for the recipe. Take care. Bye. I'm glad somebody cares enough to actually try it. I I loved those things. I thought that they were delicious. Um, again, you can do it the 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 cheap and easy way with the freezer meatballs, or you can kind of do it up and uh, make your own or whatever. But uh, yeah, glad to hear you tried it, and glad that it was good and not <laughs> like, hey, this guy said we got to try it, and then you do all the work because it is a little labor intensive, especially with like I said, I I cut the um, the biscuits into thirds and then spread them around or whatever. It's not maybe not necessary, but it just becomes a little labor. It would be it would suck if you did all that work and it was like these are trash. Like what are you doing? Um, tell you what, let's take a break since it's the end of halftime. It's an hour after this that we get our our next first call. So we're getting pretty deep into uh, it's basically the end of the game. So we should be getting into a little bit of a different tone. I'm guessing as we uh, when we pick it up. So we'll take a break and we'll be right back. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. 
We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right, a company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. Hey, Ryan. So, Ryan Santos. What's up? Uh, we're about in the fourth quarter, and I, and I think someone's got an interception here. I, I see this right now. <laughs> I'm watching this game, and the Packer fan in me can't help but to root at times. Right. But I'm telling you, I don't want this W. I think we're going to just kind of fluke into winning this game, and there is nothing good that comes from this win. All right, we are not a step closer to the playoffs. Right. I have not seen anything of substance that shows that the uh, offense has improved. I mean, it's been, I mean, if it feels a little bit better, but it doesn't. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, or maybe I'm just being worn down. No, I mean, I I, I think I get what you're saying in terms of. Like, I mean, they, they came out firing in the fourth quarter, and Jordan Love started hitting some of those deep balls, but do you feel good enough that you feel like from now on, like the run blocking is officially better and Jordan is just going to be playing lights out from now on? Like, you probably don't feel that way because this has happened all year and there's every reason to believe that it's going to be... I mean, essentially, it was the same performance. It was just maybe not as bad of a first half and was a worse or a, a better-than-usual second half. Um, But it... it for the most part, is the same team or same offense at least. And I'm just not getting as mad as I would get week prior. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> I know people are going to be upset about this, but I I don't want this W. This I mean, what's the point? It'd be it'd be different if we, if we demonstrated something, you know. Um, but I just kind of feel like we're we're just fluking into this win if we get it, and there's no victories there, uh, in my opinion. But all right. Love to hear your thoughts, Ryan. Bye. Yeah, this is mostly what I, t- or at least how I, started, <laughs> how I started the podcast tomorrow. I felt good about it. I get 100% what you're saying, and I directly addressed this point um, because I because I get it, and I knew that there's going to be a lot of people that have this, and I kind of wrestled with it myself a little bit. I think for the most part, especially you know doing the podcast and especially packing it after dark and everything, um, it just, I felt like it was a needed thing. We need a break from the losing. We're not handling it well. We're not treating each other very well. Um, and I think as a fan base, we just kind of needed something to cheer for, something to get excited about. You know, Brooks looked good. Wooden looked good. Valentine looking good. Uh, Jordan starting to hit some of the deep shots. Christian with the big 50-50 ball that everybody's been uh, begging for. Um, you know, a lot of uh, Musgrave with the, I mean, the play design of it, and then the the big touchdown up the middle, plus the the deep pass to Musgrave. Um, it was something for us. It just it felt like something we needed. Some, you know, maybe you disagree, and for you, it's like, ah, who cares? I don't really care about any of that. I just, you know, whatever. Um, and so I, I guess from that standpoint, it was it was a good thing to see. I don't think it's massively going to hurt us. It might, it might hurt us in the end. We'll see how it all ends up, but. At the end of the day, if next week we come out and win, then this was sort of a start of a run, right? And and it wasn't a fluke. It was real. If this was just because it's the Rams and this is probably the easiest game we're going to face all year, and that's probably true, um, then we're going to continue the losing. 
and that'll just continue, and we'll end up with a pretty high pick. Uh, is there a possibility that this kind of screws us with out of like the first or second or third pick? Yeah, maybe. But the 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 final point that I'll make that I address on tomorrow's podcast is there there's there's sort of a line. <laughs> be, be, I mean, one of the bad things about losing all these games is it it makes you a bad football team. Like you know, do you want Caleb Williams surrounded by like the worst football team? that exists or do you want there to be some hope that you've actually got some players on this team um and being a team that lost to the LA Rams with Brett Rippon I'm sorry I don't care what quarterback you put on that team that that is a bad football team so you know as soon as Rippon went in it it kind of felt the whole way along like we're going to win this game um I almost actually last minute put a bunch of money on the Packers cuz I was just feeling all along when I saw I think we were three point favorites and I was like, dude, we're we're gonna crush that because it just it just I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it was possible that we could have lost or or didn't cover or whatever, but it almost felt impossible. Like we we were destined to win this game. Even a bad Packers team is gonna win this game. So accept it, enjoy it, get excited about it, allow yourself to be happy would be my suggestion. And then uh, you know, again, if if the team is just bad, then we will see that next week and probably throughout the rest of the season. I don't think that'll be I don't think losing is going to be a, uh, a, a a difficulty for us. Hey, Ryan, Steve up in Alaska. Hey. Usually don't call during game time, but I actually got to watch it today. Nice. Um, uh, there's like eight and a half minutes left. You know, want to talk about some positive things? Let's not even get yeah. into the win because personally, I'm not even sure if that's positive because draft picks and all that. I'm, I'm a big one. If we're not going to be a yeah, playoff yeah. team, then we need to be a good draft pick team. But, uh, a lot of things I like. This, this is this is what I like seeing, and we've been wanting to see out of this offense. I know Aaron Jones has been hurt, but he he could have been used some more earlier on, I think, and he could have been used smarter earlier on. But we're running the ball. We're, we're he love is hitting some stuff over the top, and um, Carrington Valentine showing why we you know we could afford to trade Jewel um, Douglas because he's just been fantastic awesome. in this game. Uh yeah, you know, there's some positives here. You know, offensive line's looking a little bit better. Again, run blocking. They've, they've actually been run blocking. You know, guys have been getting yardage. Um, pass blocking, you know, I know they'll say it so-so, but I've been looking at Jordan Love, and there's, there's a couple of spots where he held on to the ball a little long. And, you know, so, yeah, we're not, I'm not going to knock on that. Uh, yeah, just all in all, I, I think it was a good performance, and it shows potential for the team. I think we got a long ways to go, but uh, you know, and, and a high draft pick would be great. So you know, let's, let's see how it happens the rest of the season. This, this, when I looked at the rest of the schedule, this and like two other games were the games that I thought that we could win. The rest of them, I really don't. I don't think so. Yeah. And I mean, we weren't lights out in this one either. But we showed potential, and I'd like to see us keep doing that. So, hey, man, go pack. Hopefully we hold on here. There's less than seven minutes to go. We hold on. We get this We get this dub until everybody can be happy for a week because I think the next three or four weeks are going to be sad. So, all right, take it easy, Ryan. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday, bud, or whatever day it is that you hear this. Yeah, and again, I mean, you know, you get a high pick and you get a quarterback or you get whatever player that is in your wildest dreams – you also want to believe that you've got some talent around him, you know? And again, it was great to see Valentine. Um, I don't necessarily think that that factored into the Razul Douglas thing, but maybe it did. I don't know. Maybe they they really see something in him. 
Um, he he's he's a heck of a, a fun guy to watch. That was awesome. Um, Jair playing another thing I mentioned on tomorrow's podcast. You know, Jair playing back at being a, a at a high level is basically like getting another first round pick. Um, and that's what a lot of these players are. Anybody that hits is is like an additional pick because if the difference between a miss and a pick is or a miss and a hit is do you have to invest another pick into this or or is that a settled thing? So Wyatt and Brooks and Wooden and Valentine and Jair and Anthony Johnson and all the guys that showed up, especially on defense and, you know, uh, Musgrave showing up and all all the positives that come. Uh, obviously, the negative is you pick a little bit later, but I tell you what, you give me a top five defense, tell me the wide receivers and the tight ends and the offensive line are actually pretty solid, but you get, you know, Michael Penix or Shadur Sanders. Or compare that to your coaches suck and need to be replaced. Your defense sucks. Um, all your receivers suck. Aaron Jones has to go. Dylan needs to be replaced. But hey, you get Caleb Williams. I mean, you could make a case for the second one, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Tough call. So yeah, I'm just I'm I'm always happy to see good players in Green Bay. Bottom line. Hey Ryan, real quick. So Ryan Santos again. Hey, love just connected with Watson finally on a deep ball. But I'll tell you this, people don't want to praise that pass and be happy that they finally connected, but that ball was late. And because that ball was late, Watson got the wind knocked out of him, right? So I'm happy they finally connected, I guess. I mean, I kind of still wanted them to lose today, but whatever. I am happy they connected, but um, that ball was late. Jordan's got to do better, man. Yeah, and I, I, I don't exactly know. Um, I'd have to go back and kind of look at it, but that was kind of my thought was potentially that was the case. I mean, simply based on the fact that, again, you got a guy open, and by the time the ball gets there, the safety is there to be able to hit him, right? It, it becomes a 50-50 ball unnecessarily. Now, maybe that's not the case. Maybe that's as tight as he could have possibly got that in. I don't know. Um, seemed like he was open for a little bit of a while. And, yeah, I mean, he he had like a, what was it, like a, a neck injury and a back injury and a concussion or something? <laughs> like, What? I think I think he's okay as far as the concussion goes. Um, I think is what Matt Lafleur said, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna a hundred percent say that because I don't know until I can kind of look at it a little bit closer and see. But you do wonder about it, you know. I mean, I, I think most people see that and they're thinking, well, finally, you know, he he put it up there and he went up and got it, and that's what we've been expecting this whole time. And in reality, it, it's potentially another situation where. The ball was hanging up too long and too late, and the safety was able to come across. And it, it, you know, again, I mean, there, there's no law that says a 50-50 ball must be caught by the wide receiver. Most of them are not. You want your guy to catch it, get the ball there on time, throw it accurately. I mean, we're, we're lucky that these 50-50 balls don't go the other way, and they end up being picks. Now, again, I don't know that that's the case. Maybe it was a great ball, whatever. But um, I, I think that's potentially another example of that that's kind of that's probably not even going to be brought up or mentioned. Uh, why don't we take our final break? We'll come back and we got a couple calls from Jersey Mike. Hey, Ryan. So I got a little, oh, Jersey Mike. Um, I got a little drunk last night. So I decided I couldn't be super uppity about this game because my head's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I'm so happy right now. 
Um, I mean, we're, we still got three minutes left in the fourth, what I'm calling it. But Luke Musgrave just scored a touchdown. Yep. And, and let me tell you, Jordan Love has some throws to clean up, but for the most part, he's been on target. He's given his guys opportunities. I'm happy. I'm okay with him not throwing a perfect dime to Watson down the right side. When it's Watson one-on-one, he can go up for a 50-50 ball. And thankfully, he comes down with it. Looks like he avoided an injury. Anyway, I've noticed something in this game, and it makes me so happy. This is what I've been asking for. I mean, I'd like to go back. I, I mean, somebody maybe at some point, but... They have been running most of their plays out of shotgun with A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones in the backfield. Now, I'm not necessarily a big fan at running with A.J. Dillon out of the shotgun, but you know what? I don't know anything. But the fact is that every single time they're in this alignment, they've been getting better and better and better. And so I asked for pick one play or pick one formation and execute a bunch of plays out of that. And that's what you get, a Luke Busbee touchdown. This is this is great. I'm so excited for it. Go Pat, go. All right. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> that's, I'm not going to nitpick your happiness. That's what I've been asking for. That's why I said we needed a win so that we could be happy. So don't let me get in your way. Hey, Ryan, it's Jersey Mike. So, okay, game's officially over. Uh, I kind of wish they didn't kneel it out, though. Um, <laughs> I, I wanted to see another touchdown on the board just because I'm greedy. Yeah, I get it. Um, and I want this team to get excited and hyped and never, never take their foot off the pedal, um, even though it's your best friend, Sean McVay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I really, again, I'm going to say it again. I really like how they uh, they use that shotgun formation with Jones and Dylan. Um, it seems to be their, their play that they they knew how to run um they are that formation they knew how to run out of um i noticed today there was not a lot of zone blocking and they they were able to run the football um so i i really appreciated that it was really good gap blocking um i i <laughs> it made me happy oh boy um and this defense uh I still, I still don't like Joe Barry. I still don't like the way he calls defense. Uh, I think the only reason that we we realistically beat the Rams is because we know how how they play offense, and they were dealing, you know, we're dealing with not a great quarterback, and I don't really think they have good running backs. So this this Ram team isn't much to be afraid of without a good quarterback because they do have some pass catchers out there. Um, and there was a few times where Cup and Nakua were open that Rippy and just couldn't get him the ball. Um, but I really like to see the Jair getting his hand on some balls. I really like seeing, I mean, Anthony Johnson Jr. comes up with an interception and a forced fumble. I mean, way to, way to show up and show out your first, uh, your first start. I mean, geez, that was, that was impressive. Um, is it going to be him and Rudy Ford back there? Because, uh, honestly, um, when Rudy Ford comes back, I'd like to see what that looks like. Yeah. Um, Moore is okay, and I, I mean, Moore got his hand on a few, uh, uh, you know, did some work in the backfield. Uh, Isaiah McDuffie flying what? around like a demon. I mean, the linebacker duo in Green Bay could very realistically be Walker and Duffy for a, a while here. Yeah. Um, and I would not, I would not be opposed to that. I mean, McDuffie just blowing plays up in the, you know, the back of the, Back of the the offense there, um, but but Carl Brooks, 
Jeez, what is this, this guy not? Like, every game, it feels like he's got one batted pass. Yeah. I mean, I think he came up with two in this game, and he's constantly all over the run, and he's blowing up, you know, plays behind the line of scrimmage. I honestly was happy when Clark went out because it was like, oh, we'll see more Brooks and Wooden. And it kind of, the defensive line kind of looked better like that with Slayton and Wyatt and then mixing those other two rookies in. Anyway, this is great. It's a good timing. Um, yeah, I mean, the defense deserves a ton of credit. I mean, bottom line, I mean, they, they just freaking balled out. They, they had more energy than I've ever seen. I mean, this year for sure. I, I'm just trying to think the last time this defense was this fired up. I, I guess probably down the stretch last year when they were playing some good ball. Um, but, man, I mean, it, Valentine was out of his mind. I mean, the energy he brought was fantastic. Again, Jair, which was it was great to hear because I had been saying – you know, Jair's not playing great, but he's also injured and he hasn't played a ton of games, so it's kind of a small sample size. We got to see how it goes. To have him say at the same time, this is the best he's felt all year, and then have that kind of a game, which looks more like Jair. Um, very, very happy to see that. Um, and yeah, I mean, just down the line, everybody you mentioned, I mean, Brooks and Wooden, I know both made plays, but I always get him confused which one's which and who did what plays. So real happy to see that. And you're right. He did have, uh, Brooks had two pass deflections in the game, I believe. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was down the line in, and, and the guys that are being asked to step up, I think had some of the best plays, you know, like you mentioned Brooks in place of Clark was dominant. You have McDuffie in place of Quay was dominant. You got, uh, Anthony Johnson in place of Ford was dominant. Uh, Valentine in place of Razul was dominant. I mean, those are some of our best players in the entire game this week. So I love that. I mean, it was this, it's this sort of next man up and, and, you know, I not super happy with, uh, what we've seen from Kenny Clark and, you know, recently or whatever. And I don't know if I'd necessarily go too far with it, but at the same time, you know, Razul gets traded and it's the best our DBs have played. And Valentine comes in playing, as you said, like a demon. I think you were talking about McDuffie, but still, like a demon. Maybe some of these young guys just need the opportunities, just need some some somebody to put some faith in them and say, okay, you're up. And it's like, heck yeah, dude. That's what I've been saying. Give me the keys. I got this. And maybe we do need to start trusting them a little bit more. Like, we've been begging for Wick. Been wanting Wyatt to play more. We've been wanting all these guys to play. And they've been rewarding us. And if we are going to start clearing out for the future, whether it's next year or whatever, I mean, if Kenny's not not going to be here much longer let's see what we got because if if we don't have the guys then we got to go find the guys but if if we got a a run defending monster in Slayton and then some other guys that are kind of stepping up in that realm but also are really good pass rushers we might be all right like you know I'm I'm, you got to keep swinging like every other position we don't maybe need some massive dire first round pick swing here so if nothing else, you had to feel good about the defense. And I understand the situation with their offense. I, I understand that they're bad. Still, that was fun to watch. It was still fun to see the guys flying around, having a good time, making plays that are there to be made, because that's not a guarantee, right? I mean, just because their quarterback sucks doesn't mean you have to come up and make plays. You can still suck. And and by the way, the Rams are a pretty good running team. And they didn't even get to three yards per carry in this game. So... It was, it was, it's good to see. Well, just finished the game. Um, so, you know, I've always heard, well, always, I've heard a lot. Sometimes people uh, 
make the comment, hey, to, to stop teams from tanking, you take the two teams with the worst record at the end of the year, and after the Super Bowl, you have the toilet bowl. <laughs> and whoever wins gets the first round, you know, the number one pick. I felt like today I was watching the toilet bowl, uh, especially in the first half. Yeah, it seemed like it. <laughs> but, um, like, no team wanted to, like, no, no, we won't, we won't have offense. Here, you, you try. Nope, we don't want to have offense <laughs> r- plays. You try. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, I don't, I can't tell you when the last time I've heard of offensive offsides ever. Like, I didn't even know it was a thing, clearly, because you, it's, you have to be dumb and line up offsides. And it happened twice. Uh, um, just a lot of, you know, Rashawn Gary lined up offsides on his one sack. That was obvious. Um, but I will say this. Uh, I gave Jair crap last week because I was really just tired of his mouth. And you asked last night, you know, what did you do? I think if you're just, if you're going to talk, you got to back it up. If you're not going to back it up, you got to shut your mouth. Um, and, uh, maybe he had a come to Jesus moment. Um, but he, he was everywhere in the field today. I mean, the dryer was everywhere. So, uh, kudos for him. The new cornerback, the safety guy's name, I don't even remember, had his first sack, his first interception. Also, I think a tip from Jair. That dude uh, liked to hit. I like that. Uh, I think he forced a fumble, too. That guy, man, I tell you. Um, Wooden and the other tackle. Brooks, I think, had some plays. So uh, I did. I thought that uh, when when Musgrave caught that one pass, I thought his legs were good and just turned into jelly and he was going to fall down. But he actually cracked himself and ran in. So good to see him get his first touchdown. It would be nice to see if... if if Love is going to throw a bomb to Watson, I think he should need to throw it a second earlier. Because Watson's always open, then he helps up a floater, and then he has to come back for it. And it really happened both times. Just one, he was able to catch the ball. The other one, it was impossible. So uh, it was a win, but it was, it was a rough-looking win. Uh, I can't believe Jones ran the ball 20 times. I, I, don't, I don't think that's ever – I don't think I've ever seen that. Um, and – uh uh, but hey, go back, go. You know, win is a win. And if they can get some momentum out of this, I'll take it. Yep. I'll take it. Peace. Yeah, usually we don't see Aaron Jones with 20 carries until like after, well, I guess it is after midseason, but down the stretch. You start getting closer to the postseason, you see Jones with 20, 25 carries or whatever. So it, it was just nice. I, I used the word a couple times for tomorrow's podcast, a palate cleanser, and that's kind of what it felt like. Um, it just felt good, man. It was good to see Aaron Jones run. I mean, he only had like three point some odd. I mean, Dylan had better yards per carry than Jones did, but um, and obviously Jones had the fumble. But it's still just good to see him run. He's such a talented runner. Um, he he's able to spark the offense and kind of give it some some much needed, um, well, a, a spark, I guess. So I don't. I just I just enjoy it. He's he's so much fun to watch, and um, I'm glad they gave him the ball. We tend to have success the more we give Aaron Jones the ball, and we had another one today, and I hope we keep doing that. I do because, you know, I I mean, it, it always sounds harsh when I say it, but what are we preserving Aaron Jones for? You know, I mean, it's not like I want to just end his career, like just run him into the ground, but at the same time, he's your running back. And if it's beneficial to your team to run him a lot, he's obviously more than willing to do it. There's nothing to save him for. 
We're not keeping him around for another three, four, five years. This is we're in the teardown process. Give him the freaking ball. Give him the ball. Give him the ball a lot. Twenty carries should be standard for Aaron Jones, right? Especially since he hasn't been running very much. So he doesn't have a lot of tread on his tires. I mean, in his career, based on how little we've used him going back to when we first picked him up, but also just this year. He hasn't been running a lot because he's been injured. And when he has played, he's been limited to sub 10 carry. So yeah, lean on Aaron Jones. Lean, heavy, the rest of the year. That would be my preference. Hey, Ryan Craig from Indiana. Hey. Uh, following the game. Um, good game. Still some areas of opportunity, but obviously take this win. Um, couple of shout-outs. I actually thought it was the best called game that LaFleur probably had. Uh, didn't give up on the run. Fed Aaron Jones over 20 carries, which is awesome. So love that. I thought uh, the run blocking was uh, okay. It'll be interesting to see the points. There are a couple times we had some challenges, but yeah. uh, the pass protection seemed okay, pretty decent. Um, so I think the offensive line does okay. Uh, secondary was uh, good. Uh, you know, all the talk this week about Rasul being out. I uh, love the guy, but uh, some guys really stepped up. Val- uh, Valentine was awesome. Jair started playing great the second half, I thought, and uh, Nixon wasn't bad. Owens wasn't bad. So, um, again, really like to see those guys step up. Uh, thrilled about uh, Musgrave getting his first touchdown. So he looked, uh, I thought, a little better today as well. Um, so, um, yeah, I well, won the run defense. I wanted to give a shout out to those guys too. So uh, they they played well the last couple of weeks, so that's encouraging. So good win, we'll take it and uh, see where we go from here. Go back up. Yeah, and and you know again, as far as the Razul thing, and it's fine if you disagree with his decision or whatever. But think about it: we spent an entire some people spent an entire week kicking and screaming and throwing an absolute temper tantrum, and for what? I mean, what was it worth the energy? Was it worth the anger and the angst? an entire week of just absolute foaming at the mouth about Razul Douglas and how that's going to ruin the locker room and everything. This is the most energized. This is the most, um, the, the best we've seen this team come out and play, the best defensive performance we've seen, the best performance from the secondary, the best performance from the corners we've seen. And it's not meant to be a, a dig at Razul. He's a good football player. But what happened to that whole thing where now the, the, it's going to ruin the locker room? I thought the locker room was going to be screwed now. What happened to that? Where did that go? Jair's quote after the game was uh, something to the effect of, there's nobody I'd rather have playing next to me than Valentine. I don't think that's a direct quote, but it was more or less what he said. They're fine. So, you know, again, if you want to disagree with the decision, fine. But all the absolute just seething, for what? It was not worth that amount of angry energy. So hopefully we can move on and... um, Get over that. I'm guessing for most of the uh, people who are trying to tear down Gutekunst, we're just going to move on to something else. We'll find another reason to be angry, which, whatever, be miserable. That's that's your problem. I, I'm, I'm not interested. But just as a general rule, it's like I've been saying with the Josh Myers thing, like what the amount of energy that has been expended being angry about something that is so stupid. First of all, it's not even true. Second of all, even if it is, who gives a crap? It's a center. My goodness. We got a quarterback that can't play. And you're going to sit here for a month and complain about the center? Good Lord. Then, you know, again, Razul Douglas, like, oh my goodness, I just, I don't freaking care anymore. And look what happened. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happened. 
We had two years to re- to fix the locker room after losing this amazing leader that is the heart and soul of the of the locker room, and it took a grand total of oh boy, what five minutes for them to recover? That was a close one. That was close. It's a close call. We almost didn't make it. Daddy. Hi. What's up, buddy? It's Snacks. Hey, Snacks. Um, been a minute, but just wanted to check in. I'm actually driving with the little one. She had a soccer tournament, and so I had to listen to the game on the radio. I didn't get to see it. But, um, I mean, it sounded like, I mean, I get it. <laughs> I get that the quarterback probably is an NFL quarterback. I get that the Rams team is, at this stage, probably not. They got to be one of the worst teams in the league. But yeah. that said, I mean, given what's happened over the last couple of weeks, uh, let's get at least give a little bit of credit to the energy. At least it seemed like oh, what I heard, the energy on the defense doing their thing, and a lot of the younger guys kind of stepping up. Yep. Um, which which is great. I I didn't see what happened to Kenny Clark. They said shoulders, so I don't know if he's he's down for a minute, but. And it, it sure seemed like the names that were getting called out, a lot of them were, were newer, younger cats. And, um, again, it sounded like they were playing with a lot of energy, which is great. Um, really, that's, that's what you can ask for. And offensively, I, I, it was slow as all get up. But at the same time, you know, they, they stepped on their throat a little bit, man. At the end of that game, they didn't, they didn't slow down. They, right. It's not like that play that they ran on the fake double screen and then across the middle of the Musgrave was awesome. So, Anyway, um, that was fun, man. I've been in the car, listened to the whole thing, and I really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, hopefully we can build off it, man. That's all we can ask for. Later, buddy. Hope you're well. Yeah, I, I 100%, right? I mean, it's a bad team. It's probably not going to carry on the rest of the season. We're not going to the play, all that stuff. But still, this was a, a fun game. It's a good win, high energy, and it, it, it kind of – reinforces my thought in terms of, you know, the the one defense of Matt LaFleur, which is, you know, we talk about how the, the the team is coming out flat and all this stuff, and it's like he just can't make it work and blah 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 blah. Look how close we are. I mean just just add winning to this. You think we don't have a young, motivated, hungry football team? So I mean again, I, I've never had a problem with the play calling. So I think the play calling is there. I don't think Matt LaFleur can can create this this passion from within within the players, but they have it within them. Right? These young guys want to play. They want to ball out. They want to go out there. They don't need Razul Douglas. Like they they like Razul Douglas, but they don't need some older veteran to to explain to them how to be passionate young football players. They already are. So, you know. I'm 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 torn on it, but at the same time, I, I think we are we are really a uh, just just a a tinderbox waiting to go up in terms of just like the the energy of of the team. It's not going to take much. It doesn't take much at all to get these guys fired up and motivated. They just got to get more time. They got to you know learn how to win is is maybe the biggest thing. But this team is not going to have a hard time. Um, having a, a a real solid locker room and a lot of energy and all that stuff. That's not to say there's not still questions about Lafleur and in certain situations or whatever. But I just I just I don't know that it needs to be as drastic of a rebuild in terms of the entire coaching staff needs to go and everything needs to go. I I just I keep thinking. I know there's a lot of mistakes. I know the the penalties are a problem, and that is a you know on the coach. 
But I just can't help to th- but think if we had, I hate to keep picking on Jordan because again, I do think this was probably his best performance of the year. Probably, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not trying to make a, a positive a negative, but I just keep thinking if we just had a quarterback that could play better, that could just throw on time to the open guy in stride, I think the offense clicks. I think the running is there. I think the passing is there. There would be drops. There would be, but it wouldn't be detrimental. If you have two drops a game, you can still overcome that. We've got the deep threat. We've got Romeo Dobbs. We've got Jaden Reed. we got Musgrave. We're going to start seeing more of that. You're going to see much more production. The defense gets fired up, starts playing like that. You you know, again, maybe you get a new defensive quarter. Oh, I shouldn't even say maybe. I'm going to have angry letters. You definitely get a different different defensive coordinator so that we see more of this. Again, I think the talent is there. You know, I I, I just, I, I still am going to cling to the fact that a relatively quick turnaround can be there. But I think either Jordan massively turns himself around or or the big turnaround comes in part due to a new quarterback. But I think if you do that, we're we're getting close already, especially when you look around the league and it's like, okay, you still have these issues, but who's better? You got the playoff teams, right? You got the Chiefs, you got the the Cowboys and the Ravens and the Eagles. Let's just say there's 10 of them. That leaves 22 teams <laughs> that you're looking at going, oh, you can beat the crap out of them. So anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. You guys have a great day. Thank you so much for all your calls. Keep them coming. We've got seven sitting in the queue right now. So enough for another show, definitely, but just enough. So have a good night. Talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>